back, everybody, to the Star Wars podcast, where we talk all things Marvel, Star Wars, and everything in between. Please take a moment to check our show notes to find our social media merch and more. Today, we are recapping the finale of season three of The Mandalorian titled The Return and full spoiler details. So if you haven't seen the episode, I would get out of here. And I'm here with my favorite clone. He, but here's the thing: he's clone. I, he's a clone of me, but he has like the force. He's much better. He's better at podcasting. Um, and I'm working on an army of them, but this is the prototype, and his name's Tommy. Beep boop. I guess that's robots. That's not really what clones say. The clones go beep boop. <laughs> I, I'm a clone. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, I, I've never been a clone. I guess that you want to know if you. That's the thing. Do they all think they're like? They're Moff Gideon, like they believe they're the OG Moff Gideon. That's what, and that I mean, it leads to so many different questions. Because, like, what is their cognitive ability at this point? Like, if uh, if one of those came out right now, I like I picture them like a baby. Like, uh, do they know language? <laughs> baby yeah. Moff Gideon versus Baby Grogu. It was Let's right go. there in front of us, season four. That's what's gonna happen. Unreal, baby Star Wars. Here we come, um, Tommy. Um, you know, I, I got to get your takes. I feel like we haven't talked Mando much this season, so like, I want to get your overall thoughts. How, how did this? Uh, how did this land for you at the end? Overall, this is probably the most I've been into the Mandalorians, but the least I've been interested in the Mandalorian. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've been loving the bow stuff. I think all this stuff was getting back Mandalore. Obviously, I'm a big Rebels guy. That's one of my favorite Star Wars properties. And, like, all the stuff with Mandalore, all that's you know, it works for me. What doesn't work for me is, like, the random, <laughs> like, Dean episodes. I think our main character I don't like, which I hate to say. And that's, like, I'm struggling with because I just want to focus on the other people. But overall, I think the season did a lot of things. Uh, we talked a little bit offline, and I think there is there's a I don't know if there's a crisis in Star Wars and Disney, but or Disney in general, but Star Wars and Marvel. We talked offline about this of like this season to me felt like Mandalorian finally got hit by the problem of a lot of these properties, which is they all share the same universe and they all have to basically watch each other. They're, they're not interfering with other movies or other tv shows that are being made and i'm nervous about marvel and star wars for that reason michael yeah here's the thing and i actually i want to get my complaints up front here and i want to be clear to everyone that i actually really loved this finale for what it is my complaints come with the season as a whole kind of like you were saying um i think a big thing like for instance you know um the episode with dr pershing um, you know, if there was an episode like that in any other TV show, we'd be like, what the hell was that? What, like, what, and we're not, we're not, we're not coming back to that. It's just done. Or I guess we got to wait till next season for this one episode payoff. And then there's stuff like Killer and Beck, which was, again, this is all stuff I like as a Star Wars fan. And I overall I understand the overall universe. But, like, it's kind of weird that we got, like, a five-minute flashback and, like, no other reference to it for the rest of the season. It's just kind of stuff like that that just feels a little disjointed. And I realize this stuff is going to be serviced in other projects. And, like, we have to look at it differently than we would most shows. But at the same time, it can it can make you feel dissatisfied with this particular season as a whole. It's going to fit great in the puzzle of the Star Wars universe. But when you take that puzzle piece out, it's just a puzzle piece. 
it honestly reminds me more of like a show that would have 22 episodes like an animated show like like clone wars where it's like here's some filler that may end up becoming story down the line but we're just gonna throw a one-off episode and then go back into it the problem is we don't have to we only have so much time with these characters that we adore and so you don't have time to just set up little story things to get picked up by other properties because you we want to see this story stop trying to set up the next thing focus on the thing in front of you yeah i actually i made a list tommy of the things that i felt like didn't get a payoff this season they were set up and didn't get paid off are you ready i feel like this is this should be a game like what's some character that's all like greedy and stuff like was there payoff or not (laughs) did we get a sale or not Well, how about this? Let's do it this way. You tell me if you agree that there was no payoff. Yes. Okay. Because I think some of these are a little nitpicky, but for the most part, uh, you know. Okay. Uh, the Mythosaur. Do you feel like we got a payoff for that? No, I think we got a teaser. We got a setup. Yes. Okay. And that's, I think a lot, again, I think that's going to be my whole list here is it's a lot of setup. Next is Killer and Beck. For me, I don't know. I would have liked, you know, a different, you know, um, Think about Lost, the way Lost handles flashbacks, right? There will be things peppered throughout the season that kind of tie it all together. I felt like uh, Keller and Beck, that one episode, had no payoff for me. I think it was like, yeah, no. And I, I can't even sit here and rationalize, like, what was the reason? Is it so, like, Grogu, like, we know that Grogu is fully in on, you know, has been helped before by strangers and has felt that kinship before. I would have saved it for when we're going to focus strictly on Grogu maybe for another season. Cause I, yeah, it's just there. So I, I with, with a caveat on that one, uh, if, if, did you watch better call Saul? No, I did not. So better call Saul is a flashback from the breaking bad, but at the start of each season, they would have one scene that was a flash forward to the character after breaking bad. So it was kind of a nice way to kick off every season. So if they can do something like that, where there's like a killer and back flashback every season, then I will see like, okay, I understand what's going on thematically here. Um, okay. The next one, this is a nitpicky one. Uh, Zeb. I don't know. Like it was kind of weird. Yeah. I, I think for that one, I would say they got what they wanted to get out of it. I don't think they were expecting to get it. I think it was like a, here you go. To me, the the whole I would say the that whole plot of the rebels was a whole setup with no payoff. Like just, the guy just kept being there, and they go to him every once in a while and be like, ah, things are hard, paperwork, you know, it's real tough over here in New Republic. And that was really their role. They didn't do a ton. Okay, so next one. This is actually my biggest one because we spent like half the episode uh, podcast last time talking about who the spy is because last episode was called the spies. There's nothing in the episode that alludes to a spy. I've heard people argue that it's Alia Kane, but she's in it for five seconds. And like, we know these titles have always meant a lot more than like a five second cameo. Um, so I, I thought they really Mephistoed us here on this one or Ralph Boner is a better one. Yes. It feels well. See Ralph Boner was intentional. This feels like one where it's like, I think they had, intention i think they had plans it feels like something happened where they had a and i've heard rumors i've heard you know their rumors i don't want to necessarily talk about them but like i think people wanted out of their contracts i think they had to rework the ending to be a certain type of way and i think that might have been our issue uh, to a degree because i agree like where where is that and i think i think it was supposed to be the armor and i think they didn't want to get rid of the armor because they want to pursue following that group but it, that she's the only one that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. 
but I don't think we can. So I think we have to officially say on this podcast, Michael, that we are a pro call podcast. Tommy, this is you. This is all you, my friend. No, the Star Wars podcast is officially <laughs> pro the armor in her cult-like ways. I will say, I, I was, uh, and I'm done. There's a couple of nitpicky things, but I don't want to complain too much on the episode. I will say I was wrong about a lot of things. I was wrong about almost every single character. Uh, there, and I'll lay it out for you. Um, I was wrong about Bo. I thought Bo was going to try to uh, attack Din for the light, uh, the dark saber. That didn't happen. I was wrong about Din. I said Din was an asshole and he was mean to droids. This was be- Din's best episode, in my opinion, action wise. Uh, being a droid lover, like I love Din, felt like a much more rootable character in this one. Um, R five. I actually had somebody on Instagram call me out because I called R five a rat in one of our reels, and they said R five is the best. And R5 turned out to be the best. So I've been nothing but wrong. And the armor. I said the armor was evil all season. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. I just, I guess to go, one thing that you said that made me think, you know what? I don't feel like we got a huge payoff of from the entire Mandalorian series, the Darksaber. It felt like they introduced this thing because they wanted to introduce a cool thing. And then they didn't know what to do with it. After they had Moff have it, it was like, okay, what? We don't want to, what do we, who has it? What, what do we do with this? How do we incorporate this? It, it just felt like they didn't know what to do. Let's talk about the Darksaber here, because I will say, again, love the episode. We're getting our complaints out, out front here. Walking away from this episode, I was livid that they destroyed the Darksaber. I was mad. And I've had time to think on it, and I'm a little more warm, and I think that there's ways that they could... Uh, improve what that concept is. Kind of like when they destroyed the Razor Crest, but they gave him the N1 Starfighter. I think that there could be a way to... Uh, this could be end up being a good thing. Where do you stand on the, the death of the Darksaber? I think the death of it makes sense in, in a way that it represented a type of Mandalorian that we're not anymore, which is, you know, this one dictator that's ruled because of this almost like battleistic nature. That's not what they want the Mandalorians to be anymore. So I think that made sense. I just, like I said, A, I'm with you. It hurt me as like, I love like, you know, I love like lore and love. This is a historical item. If I was in the Star Wars universe, I'd be so upset uh, that it just got willy nilly destroyed. And like I said, my biggest issues is that it just felt like it was introduced for no reason. And it never felt like, at least for me, I never got the full payoff of it. Obviously, there's like little payoffs of like the concept of the Darksaber, I feel like was the payoff of like people, you know, Bo being mad that she didn't have it and them being mad. But like the actually, it never, I don't know. So I think I'm indifferent. I think it being destroyed, at least now we don't have to talk about it anymore is kind of how I feel. Okay, so... Let's go back in time a little bit, because I think the last time we talked about the Darksaber, we talked about the possibility of Grogu having the Darksaber. And I was like, it's too big. It would be awkward. Here's my pitch now. They rebuild the Darksaber, but smaller for Grogu. I like it. Listen, everything's small. Grogu needs a growth spurt. I think season four, we get a Grogu growth spurt. Because it, you're right. But like, I think of like everything. Him getting a helmet it would just look goofy. Like Everything's going to look goofy. I'm probably still a grown-up Grogu will probably still look weird, but like I just imagine like a little toothpick lightsaber <laughs> DPD like that he's using. Yeah. You know, in um 
it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see where they go with that. I also think he needs speech therapy. We need to. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready for some. Like I don't know. Season three seemed like a good time for his first word. I know that whole ending. What if what if Din is reading this completely wrong? Grogu does not want to become a Mandalorian apprentice. Din's like, I adopt him, and then I can tell him that now I'm his parents, and now I can just tell him what to do. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. But Grogu's probably in on it, right? Like he's loving this. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's uh he's happy. So uh there was like a reference to like his parents, though. Yeah, uh, like uh, what they say? Oh, your parents are are far away, and I'm like, oh, mm, is this? Where are they? <laughs> Wait, I didn't. Yeah. I've never even thought about that. <laughs> is that species just like? To me, they they feel like they're a species that no one ever really sees unless they go venture out. Like their actual home is just so hidden. Because other that's that's how that maybe so maybe that was it. Like they exist, and like their species is probably still out there, but. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if we ever get more answers on that. It's such a mystery. Um, yeah, I kind of picture the same thing. There's like a small moon type thing just far off in the galaxy that they live on and they don't really go out. Um, so, yeah. Idea. So we don't keep swimming in the same pool of just the time in between the Skywalker saga. Preteen Yoda. We get to see like Yoda, how he became a Jedi. We get to see, we get this backstory on, on his people that we have never, you know, really touched on. I'd be into it. You know, the High Republic books um, are are similar to what you're saying. But the thing is, Yoda's like the same. Uh, it takes place, I don't know how long. It's, a, it's, it's between the Old Republic and the modern era. Um, but uh, he's still like a jet, like one of the jet greatest Jedi masters. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. You, that was an opportunity to like do something cool. But, you know, we'll I'm sure we'll get something like that eventually. See, I feel like you can go like the trickster route with Yoda. Focus on like how old Yoda was kind of more of a trickster. Then the middle got serious. And then young one could also like a, like a King Bomi, if you, you know, avatar, like a kind of crazy, like a, like a there's intelligence in there under a sign of silliness. Yes, that's what we need. Um, so uh, let's talk about, I want to talk about uh, one of my favorite scenes. And we're kind of jumping all over the place here. But uh, my, my, again, I said I thought this was Den's best episode. Uh, it was really, and his fight scenes were really, really great. It was awesome seeing yeah. him get in there and be a badass. But my favorite one is when R5 is helping him open the laser doors and uh, yeah, I just thought this was such a fun sequence where he's like talking to R5. He doesn't understand R5. R5 is getting attacked by the mouse droids. Uh, and the mouse droids have like police lights on it, which I didn't know that was a thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just had to bring up this scene because it was definitely my favorite. Yeah, everyone well, reminds you of like OG Star Wars where they're, you know, uh, it, it invade the castle while the droid uh, gets you in, but they're probably having shenanigans over on that side, but no one knows. How many of these scenes have we seen of R2-D2 getting attacked by some random thing while while Anakin's being like, oh, it's really taking a while. Yeah. Uh, R5, so, and all astromechs, I guess, are just weird because it's like, again, we're like stuck in this like ancient view of what they thought robots would be like. And it's like, I don't know. Uh, it's, it yeah. almost seems like an inconvenient. Like, I feel like they later added like the, the boost, like the jet, uh, the jets on him, and we see him use that to fly into the cave. 
but yeah, I don't know. It's, it, he feels like an ancient piece of technology, and I guess technically he is. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. I saw this somewhere. Is R5 the original R5 that was like seen when R2 got picked up by Luke? There was an R5. Is this the same one? Is that what people are saying? This is the same one, yes. Man, that's an old... I guess R2's... I guess I shouldn't shame. I've never shamed R2. I shouldn't shame R5. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's that. Um, another great thing here, which I thought it would be a bigger part of the episode because we closed last week on Din being captured. And I was like, well, you know, every season finale is Din saving Grogu. And now we get Grogu saving Din. And he did very quickly in the episode. Uh, came in with his no and grabbed the blaster from the thing. And uh, where did he come from, though? <laughs> yeah, I, I did think about this. I wasn't going to nitpick it, but no, no, I don't no, know no, how no, he no. got there. I don't know how he got there. I had to rewind it a couple times. I'm like, is there like how? But it, you're right. It doesn't matter because it's like he's there. It's Grogu. He's going to save his dad. And the nose, are, the nose are kind of working for me. I kind of like his, his very limited uh, speech with, with the robot. Yeah, um, all about that. But but it got destroyed. That was another thing. That, I like, know. <laughs> you know, there was a point in this episode where I was like, I feel like they're taking away more than they're giving us. We lose, I guess technically we get IG-11 back later, but we lose IG-12. We lose the Darksaber. I'm just like, man, we lose Moff Gideon. I don't know if you put IG-11 as the marshal. Okay, hear me out. He's <laughs> lost almost every battle he's been in, and now you're just going to leave him to be the, ah, you did good, warrior. You've never won a battle. This is how I felt about Moff Gideon, because Moff Gideon was like, I'll handle them myself. I'm like, is that a smart idea? This These guys, you don't you don't beat these guys. I, and that's where I, I think, talking about the general of this season, I, I think something must have got missed because it's like it feels like they threw him off just to get rid of him. Like, it feels like a lot of things they just wanted to wrap up that were set up from The Mandalorian so they can wrap it up, and now they can tell a, a more fixated story on The Mandalorian as opposed to, like, worrying if Moth's still out there, worrying about the saber. It's like, nope, they're all off the table now. Don't think about them again. <laughs> And I'll, I will say there there are known issues that are like not even rumors, right? Uh, I think number one, Cardoon is was supposed to be a big part of this. Number two, um, Grogu apparently was not meant to be in this season. He's supposed to still be with Luke. That was a change that was made. Um, oh, because of the book of Star Wars. Yes, they, exactly. They reversed yeah, it in the book of Star Wars because they didn't uh, have any stories left, so they had to steal. <laughs> so they had to wrap up yeah. uh, Grogu's story early. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, just to remind everyone how much <laughs> we love the book of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, I see that there was like a lot of creative issues. So I do, I can kind of understand that. I won't, I won't uh, dog them too hard. Yeah, and it's it's the nature. We, I think we can both call it out and also both be understanding that, like, hey, it is in the nature of the industry. So many shows I find out after the fact had to revamp everything, and it was like, oh, I didn't even notice, or I definitely noticed. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, so, well, let's talk about let's talk about Moff getting in here for a second yes. because. You know, I do feel like he was hitting his peak here, right? I thought he like he was the best he ever was. He had the coolest suit. He had his clones. Like uh, I don't know. I I feel like he was feeling himself. He was working with the Shadow Council. It, let me ask you this: Is he gone? Is he really gone? I, we didn't see a body. We didn't see a body. 
And no. Bayer, he had bet, he had armor on. That like no, I don't think we've seen the end. But I almost don't like that. It just get rid of him. I hate these fake out that. Like why do we keep fake out that thing, Mod? Yeah. Um. The and here's the thing: they have outs now because we know he's been cloned. What I mean, one of the clones could have survived. One of them opened their eyes. They seem to be conscious. That gets messed. But again, that bleeds into no consequences. I would have rather him just be. Don't bring your villain in too soon. Let him be this like peace, you know. You didn't bring the emperor out to fight him in the first. You you waited. You waited on these things. So yeah, I, I could I hear you. I don't know if I like it and like, but I do like Moff and I love the Shadow Council and I love the potential of it. Like they set up so many pieces there of this like, you know, tension with Strong and and I do want to see that play out. And it feels like if he doesn't come back, then what was the point of? all that you know yeah yeah so uh that's definitely on my bingo board for uh season three but um yeah i just uh and here's the thing star wars is all about bringing people back to life right and it's the thing that i don't necessarily love i don't love everybody being alive i don't think actually in hindsight i don't think boba fett should be alive i don't think palpatine should have been brought back um i think maul was the best one of all of them but uh but then yeah. they kept doing it over and the first time, 100%. And then it was like, oh, wait, people like bringing back Maul. He's back, baby. He's now running a gambling ring, baby. He's now doing this. Yeah, so. Um, okay, well, what about, Tommy, what was your favorite part of the episode? Um, I, the concept of the clones I did, like, I do like Moff's, like, idea. And I don't know if we've seen this before in Star Wars, of the idea of, like, Take the best of all these, instead of these, like, Mandalorians are known for this thing, Jedi are known. What if you did have, a, like, a group that just had every attribute of the best qualities of each of these? You know, give them Wookiee fur for, to keep warm. I don't know. Like, I, I do love that idea of the science going to that point. And, like, it felt like a little payoff from season one. But, again, it felt too fast. Like, I feel like this, the problem was they wanted to do the Mandalore story and also this story. And I feel like both fought with each other. The idea of like Moth's story should have been the next season. Focus only on Mandal Mandalore here. But yeah, I, I think I I liked it. I don't know. No, I, I no, you're you're right. Um, I do. Um, there was another interesting part here that we should touch on. Um, Axe Woves, who ended up flying off the end of the last episode, went up to get the ship, and uh, he kind of. Uh, kamikaze his way into the base here. I thought he was going to die. I'm actually, I'm very impressed that he survived that. I honestly, I was like, did they just forget that they killed him off and like he shot this other scene out of order? Because yeah, I feel like he should be dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Um, I, what, what did you think of the clones though? Did you like the, the force? Did you like the idea of this? Like, did you want to see that in, like, I wanted to see that in play like i wanted to see one of the clones come out using the forest using the different stuff and they would have had to fight with them you know so i think we're getting there i think okay. that is that is coming for sure i mean we still haven't you know we've seen the teases of the tank all the way back was it season two i guess the first time we saw the tanks with the people in it um at the time everybody was saying oh, those are the snow clones um in hindsight they probably were just the moff gideon clones with that being said, there's still the concept of cloning Palpatine, the Snoke stuff, 
the technology behind the force sensitivity, even uh, Hux, part of the Shadow Council, mentions that, that uh, or Moff Gideon tells him that cloning is his obsession. So all this stuff is still going on. I think we're going to get it eventually. Um, and this is just, you know, another tease by Star Wars. Okay. So. And I do like it, by the way. I, I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's much needed context for the sequel movies. And uh, I, th I think it's a cool idea. So there you go. Nice. Um, so uh, let's talk about kind of closer to the end of the episode where um, basically, well, we find out about the adoption, which he was kind of already his dad, but whatever. We get Din Grogu. What do you think of that? The good name? I'm going to call him Grogu. You're still calling him Grogu. Well, it's like weird because everyone called him Din. Like, everyone was like, Din. They went, so now it's weird that, like, that's the last name because it's like, so, but I guess people call people by last names all the time. So I guess they shouldn't, you know, people call you over here. Yeah. I guess it's not as weird as I think, but. Uh, no, it's weird. Yeah. Would they you call him Din? Like, would you call Grogu now just Din? Or you would have probably go Grogu. Yeah, for like a confusion. Why didn't they do uh, Gro uh, Grogu Jarin? Yeah. Seemed like it was right there, <laughs> but no, I liked the adoption. I liked, I liked the living water scene in general. Uh, I liked the the uh, the we we come into the season with that kid that's uh, his his ceremony getting interrupted. So then having it finish with same ceremony, I thought was nice. I think there's like definitely some symbolism of this like rebirth, this re you know uh, a rebirth of Mandalorian the show maybe i don't know but it, it was interesting to me and, and having uh grogu adopted like you said it's a long time it's like it's like uh one of those like it's a long time coming we all knew it was coming so i'm glad it's happened now i don't know the hierarchy of mandalore to I mean, it's probably i don't know if it matters like every time they're like he's a foundling now but then he becomes an apprentice but it, i don't know the the ranking so it doesn't mean anything to me <laughs> I feel like we're learning them as Grogu grows up. Like we don't know what the next level is until Grogu hits it. So, and I guess once you're a, once you're an apprentice, you guys gotta go. It's almost like a knight and his squire. Like you gotta go out. You gotta go do do some practical work. Yeah, I mean, at the end here, we get like uh, uh, they have they have a new house on Navarro. They're kind of chilling out. Uh, all this work to retake Mandalore. Then I'm gonna stay there. Will they get exiled? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. It was like, you can't go back. And they were like, here's this home just in, in, in between your adventures. It's like, well, why wouldn't they go back to Mandalore in between their adventures? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I do kind of like the fact that it's almost a reset here for Din and Grogu, not Din Grogu, um, where they're basically back to square one. He's a bounty hunter, and he's got yeah. his buddy. And I don't know. It would be It'll be interesting to see like a buddy cop thing in season three. I know, I know, Michael. But you know why I'm most upset? I just remember it. That's I remember what I was most upset about. What is it? We didn't get our Bowden romance, Michael. Uh, yeah. I was convinced this was happening after we didn't talk about it. But after episode uh, last seven, um, with that, that was a hot conversation. I'm going backwards, but that conversation where he's like, he's like, your story's not told yet, and or your song's not sung, and and I'm gonna be with you until it is. Ha! <laughs> there is chemistry, Michael. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think they were just showing him be a feminist. That's all. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'm put here. Put away for my Bo Din ship shirt, okay? I'll, <laughs> I'll put it away. That's actually not a bad idea for some merch. I'm gonna have to look. At I, I feel like there's gotta be a good ship name out there. There's something with like Bo Din. Uh, oh, <laughs> Bo-din, Bo-din, I don't know. There's something there. Yeah. yeah. When they get married, is it going to be Denbo? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, the, know anything anymore. I don't know the rituals here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they do. Well, they actually they go back to the like New Republic bar or whatever this is where they see our buddy Carson Tava. This is where they get the IG 11 stuff. Uh, Dave Filoni is in this scene in the oh. background. He's just wearing a hat. I feel like they, the, a lot of people sit in this. Are they out doing anything? They're always sitting in this bar. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. So Zeb wasn't there. So he's out That's doing true. something. Zeb's out. All right. I'll forgive Zeb. <laughs> Who knows what? He could have been in the back room, though, playing pool or something. <laughs> um, Tommy, anything else on this particular episode? I want to kind of get into some like theories for the future. Yeah, but yeah, what else? Yeah. What Did I miss anything? I think overall, like I, I'm, you know, joking around here, but I did really enjoy it. I think it did a really good job of wrapping up the Mandalore plot. Um, I love that there's life on Mandalore. I love that, like, we're going to see that progress. The, the Mythosaurus opened uh, its eye. That's going to be fun to see what that plays out. I, I, that's the thing. It's like, I didn't mind the season because the setup they set up, I enjoy. But at the end of the day, then it's like, well, this was just set up. I'm going to enjoy the payoff more. Yeah. <laughs> And the payoff will be surrounded by more setup too. Yep. So yep. We'll complain about the setup then. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, do you have any like uh, what? What's your? I feel like you, we talked a little bit, and you you had ideas about where things could possibly go from here. Do you do you want to pitch anything? Yeah, I think I don't know if this is where they're going to go, but this is my recommendation as Tommy. Uh, from Star Wars. If I'm going to Disney and they're like, hey, Tommy, we need you to fix fix Mandalorian. And I say, listen, this is what you need to do. Get rid of the Mandalorian. Get rid of Din. Let him have his own show or movie. Pedro's doing a bunch of stuff. I doubt he wants to be locked into anything. Give him like a like a Ranger cowboy western, space space western opera with with Din and, and Grogu. And that's their story. We can we can do that. Focus on Bo. Have the Mandalorian be about the Mandalorians that are on Mandalore. Have it be about them rebuilding. Have it be about the the structure and people coming to try to either recruit or attack them. That's where I would like to see the show focus on because I think that it's not even just us. I've heard from a lot of people that like the boast of us, the highlight of the season, and that's what people want to see. So why would we not focus on them? Wow, Pedro Pascal slander. You're trying to. I love Pedro. I think, <laughs> hey, he's got a, a lot more uh, things on his radar. He's got to go uh, travel across the country again, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I, I, I mean, I feel like they're doing what you want, but it's still going to be one show. And that's the and and that's the thing is I feel like it's yeah. you have too many storylines that are the beauty of like the first season was it was so. I think we talked, like, if we went back, we could pull quotes of us saying this, like, how direct and how clear it was, and it knew what it was trying to do and the intentionality. I don't feel that anymore for this show. Okay, well said. Um, again, I think it's just the problem of, like, and now yeah. we find out, we, we have, we're setting up a movie now. I feel like I haven't gotten your takes on that. What do you think about uh, the Dave Filoni movie? 
I love the idea of a movie, but exactly the problem. I think they've taken the series and they've they had something really beautiful with the Mandalorian because it was just a separate entity. And I get why they would want to bring that in now because it was such a, a big highlight and and I remember everyone was a buzz about it. It was the biggest thing. I don't know if it's the smartest move, but I'm excited to see the movie regardless. Yeah. There's a lot of uh are you familiar with Heir to the Empire? No. It is a collection of books about Thrawn that takes place and it's le- it's legend stuff, so none of it is canon. But uh, people think that it's very much going to be adapted uh, into this movie where Thrawn is the bad guy. And it's kind of like the Avengers, right? Um, if I were to guess, we, we're going to have all of our buddies back. We'll get Din, Bo, Boba Fett, Luke. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of stuff they could do here. They could be all the Rebels crew. Oh, yeah, the Rebels. It'll be super interesting. That's a lot of plates to spin, my friend. (laughs) But, but I mean, think about Infinity War. Like, uh, have we had, I mean, maybe we haven't had enough set up, but it's possible. I think it's, yes. I hope, I feel like I'm sounding so negative. I'm really not. I am excited. I worry that it's going to be more like a Justice League where it's like they try to do it too soon. Like what? I gotcha. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, like Infinity. The reason it was as good as it was because it took how many years for them to get to that point with a ton of setup and a ton of like, uh, and telling their own character story. I think that's the thing about that OG Marvel. We forget it's like they were just telling their own stories. Yes, there was some connective tissue, but not as much as it is nowadays. Um, yeah. And so yeah. So, well, the thing with Heir to the Empire, it was basically a sequel to the original trilogy, right? And I think if they they stick on that path, keep that in mind, this is a sequel to the original trilogy, and then you can pepper in a little bit of the Mandalorian stuff. Maybe maybe the movie centers on Luke, right? I think that would be really interesting. And then, you know, maybe Grogu's there too. Maybe he's not, like, a huge part of it. Maybe Din yeah. comes in at the end. You know, like, I feel like there's... Uh, uh, if they do it responsibly... And they need to start setting. I know they are. They need to start setting Thrawn up because we know Thrawn from the Rebels. I don't think a lot of people know who Thrawn is, or even like the casuals. Uh, nothing wrong with that, but I don't think a lot of people know who Thrawn is. So I think if you want Thrawn to have the same power as Thanos, which I think he has the potential to, because I love, I'm, I might be the biggest Thrawn fan. Yeah, I'm the love it, but. Uh, yeah, no, and uh, I, I think we'll get a lot of that in Ahsoka. I think uh, I think I think uh, that's where they're going with it. But more, uh, it, I say that now, I can totally see a point where like he's in like the last episode of Ahsoka, and then that's like the <laughs> they just go to the movie after that. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I, I'm excited. I want to see them do it well. Yeah. Okay. What else do we have, Tommy? What else do we need to talk about? Uh. So we think the dark saber could be rebuilt. I'm trying to think of other. The mythosaur is coming back, right? Like we haven't seen the last of them. Yeah, for sure. I even, uh, you know, I kind of my theory was, you know, in the last episode they got attacked by a different monster. I thought that in the finale the mythosaur would come back and fight that monster, um, but that didn't happen. So I, I feel like we're gonna get a lot more of these big monsters. Do you think it's more a bow story, or do you think it's more a Grogu story? I think it's a bow story. <laughs> i mean it's been so centered around her thus far yeah um and, and i i don't know is it going to be awkward to see grogu ride the mythosaur 
<laughs> what would be more awkward, seeing Goku ride a Mythosaur or seeing him get his little tiny Mandalorian helmet? Oh my god, this is going to be weird. <laughs> tiny Darksaber, tiny helmet, big monster. Tiny everything. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, Tommy. Uh, great discussion here. Um, we are a little early, though, so... Uh, you know, you want to throw out recommendations, maybe? Gosh, G Willikers. Uh, yeah, I, I messaged you briefly about this. I mean, it's already people have watched it, I've watched it, but I do think it's a great show. Gravity Falls, I recently just finished uh, this morning watching. A uh, great show. If you like, like, to me, it's like if they took Twin Peaks and they're like, make a show for kids to hit under, like, to deal with that kind of stuff. It's very conspiracy theory, lots of myths and legends, Loch Ness type vibe to it uh, in the middle of a the woods in Oregon uh, and has some really great twists. So I would recommend that. Okay, Gravity Falls. Uh, yeah, I don't know if, uh, I, like, I don't know if I have time for that. Like, yeah. I, I barely have time for the things I'm supposed to watch. It's only two seasons, though. Okay, that, hey, that's a selling point. That, no, like in this day and age, like anything more than like two seasons, three seasons, I have to really think about it. I mean, I know like there, I've started a hundred shows where I'll get to season two and stop. So um, there you go. What's my, I, I, I brought this up with no idea of what my recommendation would be. What should uh, I recommend? Gosh. Uh, you start looking around your own room. Like I'm going to yeah, recommend something. Like... <laughs> well, I was thinking like maybe something would spur like something we both have in common. I mean, I could go watch Dropout, okay. the Game Changers, Survivor. We love Survivor. They did a Survivor episode of their yeah. TV show. Uh, Rick, Rick Evans was on it. I know you hate reality TV. I guess my recommendation is uh, The Challenge. Do you watch The Challenge? No. I don't think Why I do you say it like The that? Challenge. It's just like... <laughs> that's like the reality TV I hate the most is like... It's the same groups every single time. And especially playing a game would be a nightmare. You can't actually make decisions because you're going to see them next season. And so you can't actually play a hard game because you have to think about your social relationships for 10 years down the line. Uh, but I've heard three things. <laughs> um, and, and some seasons, especially the modern ones, aren't as great. But I'm watching the challenge. So uh, if, you, if you're interested in competition reality shows, um, it's, it's the best in terms of competitions. That's yeah. for sure. So, um, okay, Tommy, what else? I, I feel like uh, it's, it's early. Anything Whenever different? it's just the two of us, I feel like it goes. Yeah. So we're, yeah, just, we're, just, we're just vibing. And plus, it was like we said with the episode, like it was a lot of battling, which was great. But whenever those kind of episodes happen. Do we want to talk about what we're doing next week? Let's do it. So next week, if if uh, you know the the long term Star Wars fans will remember, we did a trivia tournament. It was a battle of the podcasters. Uh, eight podcasts, one one representative for each podcast comes on. We ask them Star Wars and Marvel questions, and uh, it's bracket style. And uh, so there you have it. Are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah, um, I, I I really want to announce the podcast, but we're actually wait. I'm uh, waiting on w one more person that isn't 100 percent oh. sure. So should we um, ask people to like send us questions if they if they have trivia questions? 
So that's not a bad are... idea because it's very hard coming up with the questions. Actually. Yeah. I actually, uh, Devin Stone, the reigning champ of the trivia tournament, I messaged him. I was like, hey, do you want like, uh, you know, five, like five to ten feature questions like as the champion? Like, oh, these are the these are the champion questions made by Devin. And he's doing it. He's going to send the questions. So, wow. Uh, there you have it. And I, we, I, yeah. We definitely want to be like, I, I don't know, I message you uh, off off the air, but uh, I feel like we can go. We can go far. We can we can do more with these trivia questions than just yes. some simple multiple choice, <laughs> willy nilly. Okay, Tommy's got ideas. They're cooking. What's Pepper Potts allergic to? <laughs> Strawberries? Questions. <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. I actually re-listened to the one line like just the other day, and I was like, "That was a horror." I even said it in the moment, "I was like, this is too hard." No, it was hard, just hard enough. It was perfect, and that's why I'll never forget it. Fair enough. Fair I love enough. you said that. Like your Star Wars ones were like this location on this specific planet that was shown in this one TV show. <laughs> well, it was hard with Star Wars because like I wanted yeah. to cover all of the properties, right? Like, uh, and I guess it's the same with Marvel. Star but, Wars know. is a hard trivia, but the thing is, Marvel at least it's still like real life words for the most part <laughs> star wars is hard because you have to remember basically a different whole language yeah so who are the trandoshans like, oh, yeah. uh okay tommy uh yeah uh, great great podcast here i will close this out i'd like to remind you guys to rate and review us on itunes and spotify preferably five stars also please subscribe because we're going to be here every single week with some sort of coverage i mean we got a uh, trivia tournament next uh and maybe some other fun stuff coming down the pike Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Stark Wars Pod and ask us for our Discord link because we have a little Discord community going on and we'd love to have you. But that is all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Didn't bye.